0: Hello, lovelies. Happy New Year to one and all. I hope 2021 is going well for you. Welcome to the Sexy Stories podcast. I am Virginia Waits, and I will be your guide to all things supernatural, fantastical, and sensual. Do make yourself comfortable. And don't forget, lovelies, the ebook of this episode with all the lovely details and expanded plot is available from all major retailers for 99 cents or equivalent depending on where you are. Links are at my website virginiawaits.com or search for my name, Virginia Waits at your favourite online retailer, and up it will pop. You don't want to miss all the fun adventures Draga and Lucy have. All the events at the manor have started Ollie thinking as he considers how lucky he is, however Remembering his own past has made him wonder about Draga's, so he has asked his mate about how Draga and Lucy met. They have discussed it before in passing, but never in detail, details which Draga has proved happy to provide. After describing their first exciting adventures together, Draga has reached the part where he is about to describe how they cemented their lasting friendship. Welcome to the Manor, Season 2, Episode 8. Sit back, relax, and I shall begin. Lucy threw her weapons on the table just inside the door, "'so Drago followed suit. "'He thought it would be impolite to walk around armed "'when they had just worked so well together. "'That was fun,' Lucy said, turning and smiling at him. "'We make a good team.' "'He inclined his head. "'They had done rather well, "'although he would not have exactly called it fun. "'Possibly he was just getting old.' Not that he had any idea how old Lucy was. She was one of the most unusual people he had ever met, and he had met a lot of people. Arta and Janus were safe and happy with their children returning to them, and the added screen of Arta being legally married now. It turned out Natalia had been as unwilling as Arta, having been ensnared by Rufus, because he had told her he could heal the burn scar that covered half her face. He had hidden it, rather than healed it, and it had given him power over her. Arter being the soft touch that he was, had offered her a place in his household, as wife in name only, which she had jumped at. The poor girl had been looking for nothing more than safety most of her life. Draga and Lucy had stayed with the family a couple of days to make sure everything was safe, and then Lucy had brought Draga to her home. "'Can I get you anything to eat?' she asked. "'Luisa and Marco keep the pantry very well stocked.' "'Luisa and Marco?' he asked before he thought better of it. He had assumed Lucy was something of a loner. "'Friends,' she replied, they look after the house for me when I am away on adventures they have the top floor you'll get to meet them in the morning well that is if you're going to stay please say you will thank you he said that would be most welcome lucy smiled at him again fabulous she said and food that would also be most welcome Drage replied. Thank you. He found himself led into a very neat kitchen with a store cupboard that was overflowing with food. There's water in the barrel if you'd like to wash up, Lucy offered, as she set about putting some delicious-looking meats on the table. Drage nodded his thanks once again, picking up the hand basin from the top of the indicated barrel and filling it, He placed it on the side and used the contents to wash the dirt of the road from his hands and face. Water trickled down under his collar, and he made a face, trying to dry it with the cloth that had also been on the barrel. "'You can take that off in here if you would like,' Lucy said, picking up on his discomfort. "'The protections on the house are strong enough to hide magic from the outside.' "'How much magic?' he asked, mentally chiding himself for sounding so eager. "'It was hard not to like Lucy, but she was still something of an unknown. "'The collar pained him, but it kept him hidden. "'Everything latent,' Lucy explained with surprising candour, "'and a great deal of active magic, "'although I doubt it could hide you completely if you decided to do anything big.' As long as you're not planning on anything showy, though, you will be protected. For a moment Drage hesitated, but then he remembered the oath Lucy had given him when they had barely met. If he was honest, his instincts were telling him they were going to be good friends as well. It was just he did not always trust his instincts anymore. His past had taught him that sometimes instincts missed things. Lucy politely turned back to what she had been doing as he thought about it. Taking hold of the collar in one hand, he pulled, the protection magic which meant only he could remove it released, as did the clasp that kept it closed. "'Oh,' Lucy said, back still to him. "'Oh, my!' She turned slowly, the loaf of bread in her hands clearly forgotten. The light was dim in the room, only the lamp in the corner giving any illumination, but Draga had already realised they could both see well in the dark. Lucy's eyes glowed with the purple peculiar to part of her nature as she stared at him. He froze under the scrutiny. Then... As suddenly as it had begun, it was over, and she blinked. I am so sorry, she apologised. I did not realise I would react quite so indelicately. You are intoxicatingly powerful. Please forgive me. Magic entices your succubus nature, Draga asked. He had not heard of that precisely. A succubus was supposed to be attracted by sex and little else, although strong magic usually indicated a strong body, so he could see the logic. Magic entices all of me, Lucy replied, placing the bread on the table. It was just my succubus that reached the surface first. I will need to feed soon, especially if I am going to help with that colour of yours. You really think you can improve it? Draga asked, giving up on any of his reservations. That horse had clearly bolted. Oh, yes, Lucy replied, turning and picking up a tray she had already loaded with food. I would need to examine it, come to understand its construction, but I can tell, even without touching it, that it is a crude thing. Draga nodded. He had always known that. It was made in haste he admitted. "'Your need of it must be very great,' Lucy said, but did not pry further as she placed the food on the table. "'What would you ask in return?' Draga asked as she invited him to sit down. "'A single silver coin,' she replied. "'It will suffice to make sure there is no magical debt between us.' Such magical skill is worth much more, he pointed out. Maybe, she said with a small smile, but I do not charge my friends. If we knew each other better, I would not charge you at all, because I could be sure my magic would not see a debt. I don't think it will, anyway, but, as it is, a silver coin is a valid token to be safe.' Thank you, he said, before he could talk himself out of it, and placed the collar on the table between them. He reached into his money pouch for a coin and stopped. You said you needed to feed, he said, looking across the table at her. Does that involve what I believe it does? In the case of my succubus, sex, she said without the slightest indication of embarrassment. For my vampire nature, blood, although that is not close at the moment. That part of my nature sleeps far more easily. Then perhaps I could suggest an alternative trade? Draga asked. You do not have to offer such things, Lucy said in a kindly tone. You are my guest, and soon to be a very good friend, and I would not take advantage of you. It was Draga's turn to smile. You are a most handsome woman, he said without preamble. I do not believe it would be you who would be accused of taking advantage. Ah, well in that case, Lucy said, uncorking a bottle of wine. I agree. Drage did his best to ignore the way his cock twitched in his hose as they began to eat. The warm bath had been most welcome, and Drage enjoyed the feeling of being properly clean as he dried himself off. The way Lucy had heated the water with a simple wave of her hand had been most impressive. Having been avoiding too much interaction with other supernatural beings, he was unused to such casual displays of power. It had been too long since he had been around any one of such capabilities. He pulled his hair into a rough ponytail and climbed into the clean pair of hose Lucy had left for him. He did not bother with the shirt. It was not a warm night, but he did not feel the cold, and he was sure he was about to be more than a little warm anyway." Lucy had invited him to join her in her bedroom as soon as he was done. Well fed and clean, it might have seemed to some rest would be next on the agenda, but Draga felt very much awake. His hose did nothing to hide the fact his cock was far from uninterested in what came next. If anyone had seen him, they would have immediately known what he was about, as he strode across the corridor. However, there was no hint of anyone coming down from the third floor. Lucy had explained that Luisa and Marco knew not to come down unless she called, or the alarm went off. Apparently, Lucy's protections on the property allowed for some kind of magical signal that would ring a bell if necessary, most ingenious in Drager’s opinion. The more he found out about Lucy and her home, the more impressed he became. It also helped that with his magic freely moving under his skin again, he felt relaxed and invigorated as he had not done in a long time. Lucy's door was partially open when he reached it, and he could see her standing by the window, looking out into the night. The only light in the room was from the fire, but it filled the room with a warm glow that enticed him in. Lucy had her hair down from the practical braid she usually wore it in, and she was standing there in only a light shift. I think we will have a frost tonight, Lucy said without turning from the window. The leaves are turning brown early this year, Draga agreed. It will be a hard winter. Do you enjoy the colder months? Lucy asked as he walked into the room. I have an affinity with them, he replied, but I find I enjoy the warmth of the sun on my back just as much. "'We are not just what we were made to be,' Lucy said, glancing over her shoulder this time. "'No,' he agreed. "'Welcome to my home, dragon,' she said, sounding out the syllables very carefully. "'You may be safe here for as long as you wish.' He walked up behind her, feeling the shift in the magic around him with such keenness it made him shiver. Lucy leaned back against him as he wound his arms around her. "'You cannot know if I am worthy of the safety,' he whispered quietly. "'Of course I do,' she replied. "'I have seen your heart as clearly as if I saw through your eyes.' "'I don't know why you are hiding, and I will not ask, "'but when you are ready to tell me, I will listen.' "'And what if I have done something so bad it is unforgivable?' he asked. "'He had refused to think of the events "'that set him on this path for such a long time, "'but they swelled in his mind now.' "'Lucy turned in his arms,' and he loosened his grip so they were standing face to face. "'My home would never have let you across the threshold,' she said, looking into his eyes. "'I would never have allowed you into my arms.' Before he could find some way to respond to that, she turned back to the window, pulling him closer to her once more. "'There is a storm beyond those mountains.' she said, staring out to where the moon highlighted the very edge of dark shapes on the horizon. The lightning illuminates the tops as it rages. There is a storm in here, Draga said, not sure if he was talking about himself or the powerful magic he could feel in the woman in his arms. At his core he was a dragon, He had never met another supernatural being with his kind of power, but now that his magic was unshackled, he could not fail to understand the strength of the woman who had plucked him from his nowhere life. Some species were rare, but few could claim to be one of a kind, and his instincts screamed that that was what he was touching now. Leaning down, he kissed firmly against Lucy's neck. She leaned into it, snaking an arm up to tangle into his hair as he moved his touch along her elegant flesh. He wished he could reach out to her magic with his own, but he knew he did not dare. If he allowed his power to slip his tight control, it might slip it completely, and then those looking for him would find him, no matter the protections Lucy placed on her home. Instead, he focused on the physical. Lucy smelled of flowers, but with the distinct soft mask of woman underneath, and she tasted of freshly washed human. She was soft under his lips, her skin showing no signs of the exciting life she led or the age he could feel deep inside her. Lucy was not as old as he was, but she carried far more years than her human face suggested, more than he could have guessed. Draga ran his hands over the outside of her shift, feeling the curves of her body beneath the soft material. His cock hardened further, twitching inside his hose as she pushed back against him with the roundness of her firm buttocks. Lucy fitted against him so easily, as if she had been made for him, and he could not help wondering if it was an illusion of her kind, if every man who held her in his arms felt the same. Not that it mattered. He had offered this, and he felt lucky to be allowed to follow through. Shall we move to the bed, he whispered, licking the shell of her ear as he slowly fondled one of her breasts with his eager hand. No, she said, undulating her hips against him. Take me here as we watch the storm. He moaned, pulling her closer and grinding his cock against her ass. What if someone is travelling the road? he asked just in case she was having as much trouble thinking as he was. Then they will see us both, Lucy said, and understand the power of sex. Draga felt liquid heat in his nether regions at her words. He buried his face in her hair, taking in the scent of her as deeply as he could. What do you need, my lady? he asked and it was no joke. Lucy might not have a human title, but to their kinds she had the power of nobility. Take me as hard as you dare, she said, fingers curling back into his hair, loosening the ponytail. Draga growl into her neck, pulling up her shift with the hand not cradling her breast, When her bare arse pushed against his cock, it was all he could take. Shoving down his hose, he freed his proud member, feeling every movement like ice and heat as his body throbbed. He urged her to lean forward, and she placed her hands on the window frame, spreading her legs without encouragement. He pushed her shift further up her back, so he could see her pale skin outlined in the firelight. The roundness of her ass called to him and he could smell her arousal clearly in the air now. He slid his hand between her legs, partially to check his relation to her waiting body and to see how ready Lucy was. She was slick and soft and she moaned into his touch. Their height difference, although not great, was enough to give him a good angle as he bent his knees and moved in close, Lucy counted her hips backwards, lifting one leg to rest her knee on the windowsill and give him better access. He used his hand to spread her juices over his cock, before lining up and pushing into her willing body. She was soft and warm, and so very, very wet as she took him in one stroke. Yes, dragon, fill me, she told him. Pulling out, he pushed back in, feeling her powerful muscles give to his firm dick. The strength of her, both physical and metaphysical, consumed him. He wanted her. He wanted to give her all that she asked for, and not to would have been unforgivable. She held firm as he pumped into her, her slick, wet heat taking him completely each time. Yes, she said, letting it dissolve into a deep, alluring moan. He could feel his cock vibrating with it, whether it was real or in his mind, he had no idea, but it shook his very core. As she moaned and groaned with each thrust, he could not help but join her. Holding her shift up with one hand, he used his long reach to slip the other under the material, bringing it round to cup her breast with no barrier between them. Her nipple was hard under his palm as he ghosted it up and over, coming back to rub with the pad of one finger. He only wished he could do the same with the other side, but he did not dare release the shift. The last thing he wanted was anything to get in the way. It might have been pertinent to remove it completely, but there was something exciting about pushing the demure, neck-to-ankle garment out of the way so he could reach her body. Later, he would remove it completely. In the distance, the power of the storm seemed to increase with their pace, As he fucked into Lucy's open, wet folds with bruising force, the lightning skittered across the mountains. He could not work out if she was the mountain and he was the natural force, or she was the powerful energy and he was the mountain being devoured by it. Not that it really mattered. As bright light flashed in the distance, the tightness of his balls and the heaviness in his cock were building and building, Lucy was slick and warm, and making needy noises with every move of their bodies. "'What do you need?' he all but begged as he felt his release moving closer and closer. "'More, just more,' she moaned, pushing back against his next thrust. He swore in the tongue of his people a language that had a surprising eloquence in cursing, despite the reputation of his kind, and upped his pace. The window rattled with every forceful movement of his hips, and he clung to her now, needing the purchase. As he pushed down his orgasm, determined to give Lucy all he had until she found her release, the lightning crackled, and he thought he could hear the distant thunder. Perhaps it was just his own heart. Every thrust burned into his awareness, trying to send his nerves into searing ecstasy, but he would not give in. Lucy's cries were more gasps as she opened to him, and he could tell she was close. Just a little more. He could feel it. Bending his knees further, he changed his angle slightly, and she made a choking sound, Something between animal and human, but did not tell him to stop. Two, three, four more thrusts, he soon lost count. All that mattered was her welcoming body as his cock slid against her slick walls, and he kept grinding forward his hips. She came with a cry, squeezing down on him as he buried himself in her as deeply as he could, and finally released his control. The lightning lit up the whole sky as pleasure seared through his body and brain. Magic moved between them, Lucy's magic, and he felt the reality of her succubus nature as his release gripped his frame until he could barely breathe. He shot his seed deep inside her and shook as she trembled around and against him. He did not remember ever feeling anything like this before. When he finally came back to himself, he was still breathing hard. They were no longer joined, but they were still pushed against each other as the storm faded away over the mountains. It feels like we did that, he said, as he stared into the darkness. Maybe we did. Maybe we gave Mother Nature ideas, she replied. Or maybe we simply used the storm to push ourselves to a wonderful completion. Either way, the protections were not breached. You have not been revealed. Is it always like this? He couldn't help asking. Sex, she asked. He nodded into her neck. I haven't had a partner as capable as you in many years, she replied, You satisfy my succubus in a way very few can, so no, not often. Was it enough to satisfy you? he asked. It was enough to feed, she told him, turning in his arms. But unless you are very tired, I would very much enjoy more of your company." Draga felt a twitch of interest in his spent cock and the sizzle of excitement in his belly. He should have been exhausted given the last few days, but something about Lucy energised him in a way he could not yet comprehend. "'I would enjoy that as well,' he told her, and was rewarded by a big smile. "'There might not be lightning this time,' But there was a big bed with soft covers, and so much more of Lucy to explore. She threw her shift over the blanket box at the end of the bed, before pulling him down onto the plush material. So very much more to explore, and now he could see it all. Ollie sat up, feeling arousal curling in his belly, When he had asked Draga about his first meeting with Lucy, he had not expected his mate to give him all the explicit details. He was not about to complain, however. "'Did you have anything important planned today?' he asked, shifting to his knees so he was kneeling on the sofa right next to Draga. "'Nothing I cannot cancel,' Draga replied, lips twitching just a little." He clearly knew what his tail had done to Ollie. Oh, good, Ollie said, reaching for the hem of his shirt. Then would you mind if I jump you right here? It would be rude to refuse, Draga replied, with a tiny chuckle. Lucy does seem to blast into people's lives with tremendous impact, doesn't she? I think the universe is lucky she is a force for good. Well, good and all things sensual. Poor Ollie wasn't really expecting all the details, but lucky him. Check out the ebook for all the juicy adventures and extra plot for this episode that we just don't have time for in the podcast. It is available at all major online retailers. All the links are at virginiawaits.com in this week's blog post, so pop on over to check it out. Thank you. It helps us continue to produce delicious content. The delightfully sensual and exciting adventures continue next week, so it would make me very very happy if you would subscribe to the podcast so you never miss any of the delightful fun until next time lovelies stay naughty and be safe music from filmmusic.io Moonlight Hall by Kevin MacLeod IncomTech.com Licence CC by CreativeCommons.org